Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey, Rex. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got them screaming D-Lo, KC. Do, baby, what it do, baby, what it do, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go. One more time. Come on, man. Remember when we used to live alone? When, when was that? What's up? I ain't, man, I'm just. Man, you look comfortable over sure, there. I don't even know what's going on yeah. around here, bro. See, now, Casey. I don't even know Casey, what's going Casey on. Casey over there in first class. Look, got, look, got, look at this. Look, I'm just here. See? I'm just here. Hey, my man. My man in the good life up there. I'm mean, just here over here. Yeah, Y'all you know, see Mr. me, Mr. Armrest, I see you. All right, big time. I see you. Just out here. Just out here. Hey, don't matter who I am. He's Kenny Caraway. <laughs> Acknowledge me. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> this is uh, this is this chair that was like a uh, rent center. I gotta give it back. <laughs> no, nah, that's hey, that's 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 you. I've enjoyed the good life for a little while, man. It's your turn to <laughs> rock it. Rent a center. Uh, I'm Damian Parling. The ultimate needle mover. <laughs> It's a ghetto we are up here. We no, got a chair. We got one goddamn chair with arms. <laughs> Just ghetto. You believe this? Can Ken even hear me right now? I can hear you. Now. Oh, we're back? Yeah. We got one chair with arms. <laughs> and the thing is, the chair, like, it wasn't even originally a chair with arms. It had to be made. It was a, it's a transformer chair with arms now. You know what the coldest piece is? The dude in charge of everything in the building walked in and went, where did y'all get that from? He didn't even know where it got from, where it came from. Oh man, gotta love it here. Life and Odyssey, Ridiculous. man. It's been a Wednesday already. Episode episode nine, the chair. So we had 
Bro, the facts. <laughs> F- yesterday was uh, the Black History Month lunch. Uh, today is the chair. <laughs> Episodes are supposed to be weekly at Odyssey, but here we daily. We daily. Like Young and the Restless. We got a daily short for you. We got Kimberly out in jury duty. Jesse thinks he's going to get called tomorrow. Like, this is ridiculous. Hey, I got to notice, too. I got to call my people back, Bro, too. Bro, you better. Y'all need to. Y'all be, I ain't gonna say, <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. Whoever sends those out, you guys got to leave me alone, bro. This yeah, is like my gotta, eighth gotta, notice gotta, at gotta, this gotta, point. Like, you guys got to leave me alone. I got. I saw that last week. I had a notice. I got to figure out the date and everything. It's sometime in March. Hey, like very that. simple. Like missing, that, missing, missing work would be uh, severely damaging to uh, your uh, financial abilities. You know, that. we weren't even in the door today before we were getting inundated with requests. We had, we had three emails waiting for us. Our sales manager waiting at the door as we were walking in. Our beloved <laughs> Kelly grabs us. Hey, hey, we got to make it. We, we got to do something real quick. It's like, and, and you know what? It's our fault. This was our late day. Well, I, th- I thought this is hey, the one day we get one of hey, those. You just... we, we get to chill. We did. We did. We did a ton of work last night yep. before leaving the building. Nice. Stress-free morning. It, Tune into the insiders at 10. They're echoing all over the place. They're trying to oh. figure out what's going on. Kyle's sitting in here. James got the arms over there. You can't hear James. You could hear him perfectly on the radio, and I'm trying to text Kyle, hey, you'll figure out the stream. Don't worry about it. We're a radio station. You got this. You guys sound great. Just yeah. you, you got it. He ignored me. Didn't <laughs> pay attention to anything. They're, 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 they're baffled through the first 10 minutes of the show trying to get this all figured out. It's like, man, you know what? It's our fault. Get my ass in. No early days. It's a, no it's relaxing a, it's days. A beautiful get, your, Wednesday. get your ass in here when you're supposed to. It's a beautiful Wednesday. Now, granted, it's Kyle's first day in the studio. Yep. Some little hiccups here and there. Yep. Once they get to hanging out, it's Kyle's everything first goes day smooth. back in, in a month and that's a half. True, that's true. That's true. So, you know, and once once we get everything going, it'll be it'll be smooth sailing again. Probably tomorrow. Sure, yeah. There's there's nothing weird about tomorrow. <laughs> Except that we got a four-hour edition of the Insiders, two hours of D-Lo and KC, and there's a good chance Jesse's not here. <laughs> so there's that. No, that's good. Hey, shout out Joe. Where you at, Joe? Honestly, he's ready. Like Joe, Joe's ready to throw it to commercial if he needs to. <laughs> Let's go, Joe. Joe ready to rock. Joe ready to rock, man. I didn't think this was gonna make much of a. This is a different feel. Hey, it's a whole. Hey, come on, Seth. You gotta make one more of these. It's a whole different world over there. (laughs) We're gonna start paying Seth to make chairs with arms with them. Yeah, yeah. That's probably why San Francisco (laughs) stole them from us because they need chairs with arms too. That sounds about right. This is a. This is a whole new world. world It's God knows how many Odyssey radio stations in this country, but one chair with (laughs) arms. And I guarantee you them them folks out there don't know that we have it. <laughs> they have no clue. Wait till they hold down the block, they, find out. They barely know we're on. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, those guys are here again. I wonder what they do here. <laughs> no, it's fine. Barely know they're on. It's fine. Thank you, guys. Oh, Welcome to the show. Not a, you not comfy? A lot of, I'm, I Good. feel great. I Good, feel man. great. Not Good. a lot of sports on last night. <laughs> I did watch a little bit. I watched some, I watched some college basketball. I watched... Oh, I watched a little bit of college basketball. You watched like St. Mary's? Six. No. What you watch? I watched the Vince Staples show again. Oh, man. I, <laughs> I was thinking hey, of something to watch last night. I forgot about that. I watched it, and it's like, it's cool. Like, it's like I watched it over the weekend. Yeah. And it was like, this is good. <laughs> and then I watched it. I watched a couple episodes again. It's really good. Nah, I, I, I'm, 
I'm very confident. Now Without I'm saying to, I'm very confident. I'm, he go, he came with that with that heat. I'm trying to like I'm trying to figure out. I was gonna I'm gonna say this to you yesterday when you asked about it. Mm. If it if it's like Atlanta, where mm. like the more you watch Atlanta, you more that there's like hidden stories yeah. like in all of them. Yeah, and there's one. There's one episode that I re that I watch I rewatched two of the maybe eight eight seven or eight episodes or whatever it was, mm. and there's one about chicken. And I was like, there's, there's something to this chicken. Like I, this, I don't know what it is, but there is a deep meaning to this chicken episode of the Vince Staples. uh, Isn't isn't Kenya behind it? The episode or the the series? I think he's a part of it. Okay. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he. I didn't know how much influence or how much he put into it. Because they've been trying to do this for like a few years, haven't they? Probably Vince so. Staples trying I mean, to do this for a different few different ways. Like they want him to do a podcast. They want him to do like a, a live type show, not mm-hmm. live, but you know what I mean, like uh, like a daily show type thing. And I guess they they finished with this. And Vince Staples, he, he's hella funny. There's a bank episode that's really funny too. <laughs> that you've got to watch it. Yeah, you got to watch it. You got to watch check it. About it's good. Vince Staples, it's good he, he's hilarious. It's and and then you just got me thinking about Atlanta. That. Man, that's a, that's an all timer. Yeah, Atlanta's one of the great. Timer. Yeah, Atlanta's one of the great shows. And <laughs> that is an all timer. Have you finished it? Have you watched all yeah, of it? Yeah, I did. The last season was it was whatever. Like people it, either hated it or loved it. Yeah, it, it, they went off the rails a little bit, but I still thought it was good. But then, like the first two, three seasons, oh, or what they have three seasons. So the first two seasons or something like that. Man, is that all there was? I guess they were spread out over like eight years yeah, or something. Yeah. They were spread out over a the long time. The one that time. always comes to my mind is when the the they met the rapper who was like future in the club, and they're like, "Yo, they uh they just say anything. Look at him. He's on Instagram and he's like leaning like this, and they're like, post it up on my invisible car. <laughs> and he goes, "Look at him. He's just leaning there." And then and then at the end of the episode, they're shooting in the parking lot. <laughs> And they hop in the invisible car and drive off. He's yeah. like, that was a real thing. He had an invisible car. Yeah, them dudes is wild. That was such yeah. a great show. Great show. That was such a great show. Uh, and hopefully the Kings bring us a great show when they return to the floor mm. tomorrow. They took the practice court last night. Um, they snuck that in there. I didn't even know they was doing that last I night. I didn't either. I saw a tweet from, from James Ham that said we're back and – I kind of saw it. I was like, I, I assumed the Kings Beat episode had posted, and mm-hmm. I was like, I, I, you know, peeped that out later, and finally looked at the tweet and saw images from practice. Yeah, nighttime like, practice. Okay, night, okay. You know, which is season. customary for for the first practice after All Star yeah. game. Yeah, it's give like them a it, little extra time. Yeah, get just just get back to the facility by six or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but we heard from De'Aaron, uh, Mike Brown. We heard from Keegan Murray uh, a little bit as well. Um, did you did you have any type of like were you encouraged by some of the things that were said? Were was it like I like what they're talking about, or was it like eh, I don't know if they 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 locked in? I I'm just no. So there. I didn't feel like that. Yeah. I actually it's weird. I wasn't gonna say it because I feel like it's corny. Mm-hmm. But you asked, so I'll directly answer you. Like yeah, I did. When I heard from De'Aaron, I was like. So, so you you just asked that? Did you feel like they were locked in? Mm-hmm. When I heard from De'Aaron, it was like, okay, 
I'm digging this. Mm. I mean, there's there's a, there's probably a couple of things to to spend some time talking about about what De'Aaron said yesterday. Mm. Um, one being, uh, he was just like me and didn't watch the All Star game or anything <laughs> having to do with this. So salute. Uh, two, he acknowledged his shoulder. I think for the first time, mm. uh, he said he hasn't had an MRI on it. Doesn't feel like no one feels like it's that serious. Just mm. uh, that it's bothering him. He also said that the you know issues that I've had four or five days off aren't isn't going to cure them mm. make you feel a little bit better but it's not like okay I'm 100% now because we had four days off like right. these are things that aren't going to be better whether he's talking about his shoulders ankle or whatever uh and, and until the off season um but there was clearly a point of emphasis yesterday because De'Aaron and I always look when guys use the same terminology and De'Aaron and Mike were using the exact same terminology as it pertains to their three-point defense. Mm. And they had clearly had a conversation in practice about their closeouts, about the urgency to their closeouts, and about how teams are shooting like a record percentage against them mm. and why that is. Mike was asked about that uh, while he was talking um, I can't remember specifically if De'Aaron was asked or just kind of was talking about the season. You have to forgive me on that. But they were both using, if you run Mike's comments next to De'Aaron's comments, they were using like similar verbiage, mm -hmm. which leads me to believe they just had that conversation. Mm. Like that was the focal point, or maybe not the focal point. That's, that's probably a bit much. That was a talking point mm -hmm. of their practice yesterday mm. and it was fresh in Mike's mind the words that he was using or or that Jordy was using or or, or, or whoever was Jay whoever was leading that portion of, of of the practice of the film or whatever and it was fresh in De'Aaron's mind because he was saying the same thing mm. and it's like okay you recognize an issue great how do you address the issue yeah. it's different uh, we'll talk about this. I want to get your thoughts on on De'Aaron and Mike and the Kings and the stretch they're uh, approaching. And oh, we want to hear from you, as always, 916-909-1320. We're just getting started. We're so happy you're here with us. Steelo and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino and Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, we're back on. No, it's good. Montez Sabonis is ill. Oh, it will so be. I got two things real quick. Real quick. No, I was being serious. I was trying to. Demontis Sabonis did not practice today. He's out with the illness, and his status will be updated later for tomorrow's game. Yeah, you will soon, big dog. You will soon get some. I, I thought it was weird that he didn't. That it was no offense. I, I thought it was weird. Mike De'Aaron. I mm-hmm. it was thought it was strange that Domas didn't talk last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess now we know what know why. Yeah, he. Uh, Bro's not feeling well. He, he got to get some thoroughflu or something like that. Yeah, you got to do that. <laughs> Get some thorough food. Um, I'm gonna need him to be available tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I don't need that. I don't care who they playing. Yeah, I need I mean, him. I need him ready to go. And they're going up against Wimby. Yeah. Um, two things I want to quick give mm-hmm. a shout out mm-hmm. um, to all the young homies uh, who are going to be at the Golden One Center today for the section championships going on right now with a a throwback. You know, I like. When Syracuse and Georgetown play each other, like, oh, the old Big East. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's the glory days of the Big East. Well, we got a glory days of the Metro League popping off right now. Sack versus Christian Brothers. Oh, my mm. goodness. Shout out to my man, um, Jermaine Brown, head coach over at Christian Brothers. He's done a great job over there. And shout out to Sack guy, my man, Kendall Hearn, going to Cornell um, for a football scholarship, man. So, uh, Sack guy trying to go back-to-back in Division Three, man. So, big ups to them and big ups to – to all the uh, young boys and girls trying to get them championships today at the Golden One Center. Yeah. I'll I like be locked it. in. Good stuff. So our man Matt George is out there today. Also, shout out to Jeezy. <laughs> shout out shout out to my boy Jeezy on that tiny desk doing what he do. Mm-hmm. I was I, that was the first time I ever watched a tiny desk live. I didn't I didn't watch it. was like, that. oh, nine nine AM. Well, he said twelve PM Eastern. Uh, it's going down. Nine AM hit. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna check this. I'm gonna check this. That's your boy. Out. Yeah, it's my boy Jeezy. Yeah. Did a good job. Okay. Did a good job. Yeah, I I enjoy those tiny desks, man. They've they've become they've become something to look forward to. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's. Well, uh, why not? We told you all the phone lines open for you. Let's let's get to the phones. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. We'll dive into this conversation about the Kings. Rob, what's happening, brother? How's it going, guys? What's up, big dog? Just ha- have a, having a great day. Thankful for the sun. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, question on De'Aaron Fox. I kind of get your guys' opinion on this. Um, he was saying that he's unsure of the the shoulder injury. How much do you buy into him being unsure or unwilling to disclose? I mean, the team has kind of kept the injury under wraps. We've all talked. About, a lot of people talked about it. You know, he's looked a little off in the last couple of weeks leading to the All Star break. We didn't know if it was just being tired. You know, he gets beaten up going to the rack every night. Um, so, you know, it's, it's very possible that's just part of it. 
Um, you know, maybe it's like shoulder tendonitis or something, you know, which obviously we hope not. But when you look at the list of injuries that could be, that's not one of the worst. So I'll let you go. Uh, just just wanted to see what your guys' opinion was. Uh, yeah, honestly, I didn't, I didn't think too much of it. Um, I don't know. I don't know what like triggers like an MRI, right? I don't know if it's a, uh, like an evaluation from a doctor, mm-hmm. uh, a, a consultation with a doctor where De'Aaron is describing whatever discomfort he has, or whatever issues he's have or whatever's happening when we see him during games grabbing his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I don't know that leads to a conversation with the doctor where the doctor's like, okay, based on what you just told me, there's nothing, there's clearly nothing torn. There's nothing broken. There's no reason to go get imaging. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just monitor this thing moving forward. And there's a time where De'Aaron looks fine. And then there's times where it's like, oh, he grabbed his shoulder. It doesn't feel like he's ever been hampered by his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's certainly an outsider's perspective. I've never asked De'Aaron if right. he's been hampered by his shoulder, right. but I, I think because in sports we're so used to, Hey, let's, you know, let's, 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 let's go get an MRI on this. Well, I think there's a little bit more to it. We, Oh, uh, so-and-so did something where well, they're going to get an MRI in the morning. Right. Well, we see that a lot with rolled ankles, knees, different things like that, mm-hmm. but it feels like maybe there's just not a reason to do it. So I don't know that De'Aaron was withholding anything and I'm not sure why he would like what, what's the advantage of not, you know, acknowledging, Hey, I got, I got banged up in, you know, in my arm or whatever. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think he, uh, is they're They're being secretive with the injury. Um, I think it's just one of them things sometimes where, you know, it hurts a little bit. It bothers you. Sometimes it's one of those things where it doesn't bother you until it gets hit or turned the wrong way. And then, that's what about almost like a, a sprained ankle can be sometimes mm-hmm. where you're fine until you make the wrong cut and it flares up for 25, 30 minutes again. And you, you got to work through that a little bit. So uh, I, I don't know, but I don't, I don't think he's trying to like uh, keep an injury secret. Yeah. I don't. Or, or the extent of it, or, you know, if it's something super serious, I, I don't get that feeling. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, Tyler asked, why wouldn't you do an MRI if the pain is reoccurring all the time? I, is it? it? But so here's the th- I, I don't know, number one. Uh, I haven't talked to De'Aaron about it. Um, but like I said, it's it's also like a um, uh, one of the things like I just mentioned with the sprained ankle. Like, you know your ankle sprained. You work through it, you work through it, it gets to a point where you're feeling good, and then one time you make a cut, and you just kind of, you know, you, you kind of jolt it a little bit. And it's like, oh, man, yeah, I'm not 100% strong on there. And for like 10, 15 minutes, it's bothering you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you kind of play through it, you work through it, and then it doesn't bother you anymore. And that could be what's going on with the shoulder. I've never had a shoulder issues, so I don't know if they work the same way is a rolled ankle where it can come and go or you can twist a certain way. Oh, it way definitely and... can come and go. Mm-hmm. But, no, well, I don't want to say normally. In the experience that I've seen, mm-hmm. normally there's a problem. Like, you can have a problem in your shoulder and not address it mm-hmm. and decide you're going to put it off and get by just fine. 
until you can't, right? Until that wrong hit, to, until what you just talked about with the sprained ankle, the jarring motion, the and, and probably more than anything else for for De'Aaron, the impact. That's probably what 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 triggers it. I don't know what the I don't know what the harm in getting an MRI would be, but I'm not a doctor, mm-hmm. so it could be as simple as he doesn't need one. Here's why, mm-hmm. and they could lay out the reasons why De'Aaron doesn't need an MRI. Right, and it's just as simple as his shoulder hurts. Right, right. and like I said, we, Again, we don't I didn't know the go to school for ten years to give you that diagnosis. Yeah, we, we we don't know the extent of it and and necessarily what he's feeling. Um, maybe he can do all the things that you need to do with your shoulder as far as like range of motion, putting it in every direction and all this other stuff that it doesn't necessarily warrant an MRI for that could be soreness, inflammation. I don't know (laughs) because, because they haven't, he hasn't said like, yeah, this is how I feel or this Mm -hmm. is what hurts. We don't, we don't know the extent of it. He's been able to play though. Like I don't, I don't think, I haven't seen him play a different, be limited in his game because of the shoulder. He's had off nights. He's, he hasn't had good scoring nights. But when those things happen, I don't. I haven't felt it's because of the shoulder. Like Whereas with his foot last year, you could see he wasn't moving the same. He wasn't uh, didn't have the explosiveness. I, I haven't gotten that feeling with him in his shoulder yet. Just from the naked eye, yeah, for sure. And I think sometimes we we hyperanalyze stuff, and like I, I I completely understand that. Tyler says I've uh, been noticing shoulder pain uh, since his play has declined compared to beginning of last year. Perfect, perfectly fair. He also scored seventy points in his last two. That's games. what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's it's there's yeah, there's probably 40, a lot of different. We we, we probably didn't forty three you know, against Chicago or something like that. Forty five, something like that. No, we can have. Had a, yeah, he's had some. He's had some. He's he's had some, some big outputs. So I that that's not saying it doesn't hurt or anything like that. But I wouldn't attribute his dip in play to the shoulder. Once mm-hmm. again, without talking to him, he could he could say, "Nah, it really does bother me, and it affects this and that." But just from the fact that usually when he's, it comes down to his aggression level. Like when he's aggressive. He gets what he wants. And here's the other thing. Like, if he's shooting 20-some-odd times a day or 20-something times per game mm-hmm. and he's 4 for 20 and he feels like there's something off, wouldn't it be beneficial for everybody to go to the doctor and be like, hey, something's – like, I, I'm 4 for 20 because my shoulder hurts. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do this or I can't do that. I can't follow through the same. I can't, exp- you know, protect myself. Whatever. The fact that he's not, or at least it doesn't appear that he is, mm-hmm. that should that should tell us something. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Um, the other thing uh, that uh, was discussed at length yesterday, as we were mentioning uh, to begin this show from De'Aaron Fox and, and Mike Brown, both was the three point defense, um, and it wasn't exactly earth shattering for Kings fans to go. Mm, uh, and shout out to uh, you know the media crew that was out there, James and Jason and and, and Sean and everybody who was like, okay, well, what, like, like walk us through what that means because he kept using the term urgency. M- Mike did. Mm-hmm. Mike kept using the term urgency when it comes to closeouts. So we're not closing out with enough urgency. 
And someone's like, well, like, what is what is the importance of that? Because he's not saying speed. He's not saying we're not closing out quick enough. He's using the term urgency. And the way he explained it was when you show a lack of urgency on a closeout, a shooter will get more comfortable. So if you you could respond to something quick, but quick and urgent aren't the same thing. If you respond to something, hands up as quickly as you can to get out there, you'll have that shooter thinking. Versus if you just close out quick, you've got the shooter in a comfortable spot. Mm. And it sounds like, uh, from the way that those two were talking yesterday, they've had enough film to show out. They, maybe they're closing out, maybe they're not. Mm. But they're certainly not closing out the way that coaching staff wants them to. Uh, and the fact that that was addressed this off this this break, this most recent practice, uh, is going to have Kings fans watching really closely tomorrow night mm-hmm. at the Golden One Center and in the coming days how they close out and whether teams continue to shoot 40, 41, 42% from the three-point line against them. Yeah. Or, as Will Z will tell you, well above their season averages yeah, routinely, when they play Sacramento. Routinely, so... Um, obviously it's going to be one of the, the things like you just mentioned that we're going to look at for the second half of the season. And plain and simply put, they've just got to be better. They just got to be better. You know, whatever the, the reason for it that they think it is, correct that. I think it's – me personally, I think it's as, as simple as um, they need to be better guarding the basketball. And – when I heard Malik talking about it the other day when he talked about we just getting rotation situations too much, first thing that alerted me to is you're not keeping the ball in front of you. So somebody's got to help, which means somebody's got to help the helper and somebody's always going to be open. And you're always in a scramble situation. And it's the NBA. Um, offenses are elite. These players are elite. So it's going to be hard to just always keep somebody in front of you. You're going to find yourself in scramble situations. But with the closeouts, um, you also have to limit those times you're in those scram- scramble situations. Mm. And I want to see them guard the ball a little bit better at the point of attack uh, moving forward. And I think that's going to help everything out as far as guarding the three as well. When you say guard at the point of attack, you just mean guard the ball? Yeah, guard the ball. Um, make sure your rotations are clean and everything on screen and rolls, you know, because if you're in drop co- coverage, if you're fighting over – if you're switching, um, all all of that on the ball needs to be a lot better. One-on-one situation, screens, all that. It's got to be better. Um, and even even the closeouts. When you close out, you got to close out not only to get to the three, but be in position to stop the basketball, stop the dribble drive. Because if you close out recklessly and you get that guy, you run him off the three-point line, but somebody's got to help you because you weren't able to keep him in front of you. You're just going through that whole cycle all over again. And eventually, they're going to get a wide-open look. And they've showed uh, in this first half that teams are not missing those shots against the Kings. Yeah. De'Aaron seemed to feel, perhaps rightfully so, that if they did that one component of the game better, this might look a little different for them. There's probably a handful of games that you can point to, given their record is, given where they're at in the standings. There's probably a handful of games that you could point to and say, that's accurate. I mean, even the games everybody talks about, the Detroit game. Detroit got hot in the fourth. Mm-hmm. 
They got hot late when it felt like the Kings had finally, all right, whatever nonsense they're doing, they finally turned the quarter here at the end, turned the corner here at the end of the third quarter and into the fourth. And it's like, I right, could put this nonsense behind us. Jalen, uh, uh, Jaden and the Pistons got hot. And there, again, there's there's probably a handful of games that you could point to, uh, like that. Are you are you are you on 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 De'Aaron's side with that? That perhaps the season, if they did that one component of their defensive game, the season could look a, a little bit different. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I'm trying to go through the games right now as we speak, and obviously the the ones that stick out to people all the time. Um, is the Portland game, mm-hmm. the Charlotte game, and the Pistons game. In the then once again, you can compare these things to what they normally do. I don't have that in front of me, but we can we can figure that out. But you look at the the game against the um, against the Pistons mm-hmm. the other day. Uh, they hit seventeen threes in that game. Seventeen threes. I'm pretty sure that's above their average for the season. Mm-hmm. You look at that Blazers game, they hit 16 threes, 16 of 40. They shot 40% from beyond the arc. I'm pretty sure that's above their average. You look at the Hornets game, maybe it's a little bit more where their average is. They were 12 of 34, but I think without even looking at it, I think a lot of that was was timely. You know, mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter, Scary Terry was hitting those threes and, and changing the game that way. Um, another one, that that you look at that I'll pull up. I'll give you I'll give you one that I don't think anyone thinks about while you're pulling that up. Mm. Miami. Mm. They lost to Miami one fifteen to one oh six. Miami shot forty six point four percent from three. Mm. Mm. Thirteen of twenty eight. Didn't take fifty like other teams do or forty like other thirteen of twenty eight. Forty six point four percent from three, 50% from the field in that game so, for, for Miami. So that's that's terrible. But the difference with that game and these other ones and another one that I'm about to bring up, this Phoenix Suns game that they blew uh, in the fourth quarter, is they hit 17 threes in that game. I think they hit six in the fourth quarter. I think I think Phoenix hit six in that, mm. in that fourth quarter to come back. Mm. But the difference between Phoenix, Portland, um, Charlotte and Detroit is in in the Miami game is with Miami they couldn't hit the broad side of the barn. So if they held them to a regular three, it's still up in the air for their whether or not they were going to win that game because they couldn't shoot, they couldn't throw it in in the Atlantic Ocean over there. Those other games they got the points that they normally get. That 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 was right there. It's a, and this is to De'Aaron's point. You did what you were supposed to do on the offensive end. You were putting up points. If you do your job better at defending the three, not only are you winning, you might be winning going away. In the Phoenix game, you might be winning going away. In the Pistons game, you might be winning that one by nine, ten points. Portland, they got beat up in that game. They gave up 130. I think they scored 113 in that one. So if you defend the three a little bit better, maybe it's a closer game late. Maybe decisions are different. So – if you, I agree with De'Aaron where you're looking at a two, three, four game swing if you're defending a three better than what you did. And those are games that they just they just lost, you know, that we, that stick out to us. 
who knows what happened in the first Warriors game, you know, the the, the home opener where mm-hmm. they, you know, didn't defend the three well in that one or anything like that. So, yeah, I, I think um, I think they're on to something there. 14 of 43%, 14 of 32 for the Golden State Warriors in that home opener. Mm. 43.8% with Steph hitting seven of those. That dude, man. Ain't too much you can do with that one. That dude. (laughs) You can try. You can work on it. There ain't too much you can do with that one. Goodness gracious. (laughs) Uh, What'd they shoot in the other one? They both. Shot pretty much the same. Kings were 11 of 35. Warriors were 11 of 31 in the second game. The one-point loss, the Clay Thompson game. But, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of games that you can, you can roll through. Will Z had the graphic of, of the, the, the teams who shoot above their percentage mm-hmm. uh, against Sacramento and the few that don't. And I think one that didn't was Denver. They, they regularly shot below their percentage, and the Kings have beat them three times. Would have beat them. So I don't know. It could, it could, <laughs> I don't know. It could really be that simple. I, I guess it could. Could really be that simple. I guess it could, but they were certainly uh, focusing on that uh, yesterday. It might be a, a a fun exercise, or not. It might not be a fun <laughs> exercise uh, to look and see. I don't know the quickest way to do this. I'm 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 not quite Will Z here. As hard as that is to believe, but what do the suns shoot? The Suns, dummy. What do the Spurs shoot on a... Oh, they're probably low. Well, again, this is an 11-win team. Yeah. Uh, what but do traditionally, they shoot that's, three? that's not Pop's thing anyway, huh? Shooting, shooting the three. I don't imagine it would be either with Victor Wimbenyama on your squad. And, <laughs> you know, he's he's averaging 20-something, 20, 20, 21 a game. But that'll be it'll, – it'll obviously be something everyone's watching moving forward, not because De'Aaron and Mike highlighted it, because it's been a problem all year long. Mm-hmm. And you've got 27, I think, games left. It's like, all right, it's, it's, it's there for you. Mm-hmm. It's not you, – you, you know, you, you're, you're not where you were last year where you were, you know, figuratively playing from the pole position, at least there at the, the, the three spot. Right. Now you've got, you know, you you you've 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 got games to win. You've got the scoreboard watch. You've got to handle business against teams like Dallas. You got to handle business against teams like Los Angeles so you don't fall any further back Los Angeles Lakers, mm-hmm. uh, of course. And then you just kind of try to fight your way back into that top 5. That's it. I'm certain Phoenix will have issues they have to continue to sort out. I'm sure Phoenix is also one of those teams just get there. Mhm. That's that's it. That's how they feel. Just just get there. Uh, I don't know what New Orleans thinks, so that's if I were to pick one team in the top ten that I have no pulse on whatsoever, it's the New Orleans Pelicans. And, and, don't get it. And even with Phoenix, there's going to be no Brad Bill um, for a little while, possibly. But that's probably you're right. But and they've they've we talk about schedule all the time, you know, against the Kings, and you know the Kings got a tough schedule and all this other stuff. Phoenix got, according to Tankathon, the toughest schedule remaining in the league mm-hmm. in this in this second half of the season. You know they've they've got some tough games coming up. So I don't have a. I, I think they're they're good when they're clicking, but they don't play a lot of defense. No, and you're going up against these top teams. They may find them. So right now they're fifth, right? They I did. Think, I think Phoenix is fifth. Uh, they are. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with them. 
they did try to strengthen up that bench a little bit mm-hmm. at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean they can. Like they got play Royce O'Neal's a guy that Kings fans really like. Like they 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 have a handful of guys that could make all of that work. But you just mentioned Brad. You know Brad's probably out for a little bit. That which is probably going to be the case with someone at some point or another. Mm-hmm. And then when they're not, you get the you get the you get the Bones Highland effect. Mm. right where someone who was playing a prominent role why Bradley Beal was gone yeah. or why Devin Booker was out or why Kevin Durant you know rested a little bit he hasn't really missed time this year mm-hmm. now all of a sudden as you get as 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 games as as this race remains tight and games get fewer on the schedule well now those guys are out mm. now your depth isn't a big deal anymore yeah. now you're relying on those three guys to bring it home and that's kind of the that's the tough part of of you know Brad dealing with these injuries and Devin Booker dealing with these injuries is they haven't had that work through period mm-hmm. that the Clippers had. Mm-hmm. The Clippers had the work through period to the point where it's like Bones, y'all, you guys can go home, man. I'm sorry, yeah. we just ain't got nothing for you. Yeah. These guys, they're they're like, okay, Brad's Brad's back. Okay, we're playing well. Oh, hamstring, he's out again. Okay, everybody's back. Oh, man, Book tweaked this. Oh, man. And then we're going to get to that last stretch of the season, and it's going to be those three uh, all together for the first time trying to figure things out. And that bench wondering, well, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. You, you got me playing for five minutes now, Frank. You had me playing for 20 the other day. Mm. We'll come back. We'll talk more hoop. Steeler and KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Yeah. we add this to the rejoiners I just want to get rid of? Can we just, just dump all of our rejoiners? I just get tired of the same music over and over and over again. I need a list from you. A list of what? Like I just new you stuff. Like you want. I, I have some from you. Yeah, we have four songs from KC. I need some from you too, Damon. All right. Unless you want me to just handle it. I got more for you too. I got, I got a bunch of, of I got a bunch of music from Complex I could just send you and you could pick. Some some of it's it's all new though. So you know, new music is so damn slow. I had to start marking our KSFM music. That's like I had to change the color on the on the screen because like we'd come back, be like, "Hey, yo, we're still on KC," and then it, it'd be you know, yeah, it'd be, Rod Wave it'd be on there. H, it'd be her, and it'd be like, <laughs> "Okay, all right." It'd be, it'd be Kenny's love doctor music. Shout out, shout out to me. You know, I hope I helped everybody have a great Valentine's. With the advice that was given that day. Shout out to me is a hell of a line right there. You, know. you wanna you wanna lead us through big big perk just did his uh his big boards up o- o- over there. I'm some... gonna give you my nope. second half not, predictions. It's not at all what I asked for. <laughs> not at all what I asked for. I was asking if you wanted to lead us through because you had an idea based on your boy Worldwide Wob. Uh Wob. Yeah. Wob. What, I, what is it? I don't know. know. Which uh, Jesse not listening That's to. That's our us. boy. It, it doesn't matter. I I'm listening. Wob. Is it, it, is it Wob? Wob? Worldwide Wob? Or is it Wob? I think it's Wob. I, I always thought it was Wob, but people say Wob because it's like his name, Rob. Yeah, Rob I think it's Wob. Yeah, yeah, Worldwide Wob. I've been saying Wob, but I think it is Wob. Wob sounds a lot better, though. Yeah. Worldwide Wob sounds way better. Let's just call him Wob then. What did we call him when he was on? <laughs> I think we called him Rob. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah, like, Rob, what did we call him Worldwide when he joined us? <laughs> but basically. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> he's got a. Um, he, had a thing he did it the last couple of years, I think. But basically, 
like a golf leaderboard, like a golf uh, leaderboard at a golf tournament mm-hmm. where you you know go through uh, all 18 holes or whatever the case may be, and there's a leader or there's a score every time. He does that for the NBA awards. And where is he at right now specifically? It's, it's obviously um, the all-star break, but I think he does it every week. I think he does it every week or every other week or something like that. But the latest one going into um, week 11, so he does it every week, going into week 11 of the NBA season. He's got a number of all the awards, postseason awards, um, out there already. So coming from break, we'll try and do one every time from break. There's, there, you'll, You guys will see there's going to be a time when we do like three in a row because I don't think that warrants that much conversation. But – this one might. Okay. His MVP award. Mm-hmm. As of right now, mm-hmm. he's got on SGA. And I think that's the correct answer. And I feel like might be a one-man wolf pack. It feels like everybody just thinks like Jokic should win it. I don't see any real reason. Like I said this last week, if things stay the same, there's no reason why Jokic should win it over SGA. I don't think anybody has a good argument as why that should happen. Why SGA over Okay, question number 1. Mm-hmm. SGA have your belt? It's a good question. I don't think he does. Who had the belt? I have no I freaking no, idea. I think it was Joe Joe. Look, we're we're about to we're Joe, about to end this. We're Joe, about to Joe was disqualified due to the game limit. I think right. Jokic so has Jokic. our belt right now. We have Jokic. So, yeah, we're well, revisiting that. Yeah, I'll give it to SGA right now. Giving SGA your belt, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. no, no question. I got him as the MVP. Who are you? You, you doing a title switch? No, I'm sticking with Jokic. He still runs the league right now. SGA, SGA should be the MVP. Why SGA over Giannis? Um, did Doc ruin Giannis's <laughs> chance of winning the MVP? That team does kind of feel like they're not they're not good. So that's kind of disqualifying Giannis. That reminds like. me, I got to JJ. JJ need to chill. JJ's doing a lot. He needs to stop <laughs> pretending like he don't know what this game is about. Well, yeah, but he's not wrong. It doesn't matter if he's right or wrong. Like he can JJ, point it out. JJ, J, no, 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 no. He lost. He lost the right to do that. JJ, when he started, don't forget this. Don't, don't, don't let recency buy it. When JJ started, uh-huh. yo, he was a breath of fresh air at ESPN. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey. This guy's not screaming at me. He's not a jackass. He's not saying things for for social media videos. Mm. And then all of a sudden, it's like Michael Jackson in Thriller. <laughs> he popped up and said, "Go away." It's close to me. And his, his claws started popping out. His eyes turned yellow. The whiskers came out, and he became just another ESPN guy who was who was doing silliness. So don't yeah. act like you haven't fed into this. And then fight against it, saying, "Oh, I put out a a dribbling uh, video about Zion, and oh, my Doc Rivers video gets all these views." Like, don't do that. Well, what you all, this is, yo, you fed into this. Don't play, don't play holier than now. Now but, you fed into this from not from jump, because from jump you were a breath of fresh air. But here's what I'll say about but that. You turned on us. Uh, here's what I'll say about that. So you think about guys who do that kind of stuff who go for the engagement and stuff like that. They only do that 
JJ still gives you that Zion breakdown. I think that's the difference between like it's there for you. Like those other guys, like we'll just say Stephen A or something like that. He don't give you the breakdown. He just yells at you the whole time. So he is definitely feeding into that and being a part of that culture. But JJ's like, yeah, I may yell yeah. and say crazy stuff, so, okay. but I still got the substance okay. right here. Hey, salute to the Duke grad then, because clearly he missed out on social media class. You're not a big TikTok guy. Mm-hmm. Go to TikTok, though, and you'll find, like, like there's this guy, there's, there's this dude, the, 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 the page is called Chef Reactions, and it's, and it's him reacting to, like, food, other food people are making. I told you there's this one lady who does these. Uh, everybody's so creative, and she finds these videos of these horrible recipes people are making and just makes fun of them, right? And that's, that's what she does. But she does it in, like, a tone where you, you know she's making fun of it, but it's, like, fun. Point being is, on Instagram, it's this, you're a person doing the same thing over and over and over again, whether you're reacting to a recipe or you're, you're breaking down a, a sample. Mm-hmm. I had Complex tell me this once. He had a, a, a I, don't, I don't know if it was a, it was it was someone that he was working with, and I can't remember what the specific nature was of of the videos. But he told me where the guy did he did something. It we'll say he made a beat and it took off, mm-hmm. and then he did another one where he made a beat and it and it was like oh he's 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 going crazy like he can make a living doing social media now, and then he made a video writing a song. And it didn't get no engagement. And then he made a video making a beat, and it blew up again. And he wrote two videos writing a, or made two videos writing a song. No one paid attention. Mm-hmm. The algorithm of social media is based on following one particular subject. How often? Hey, you want to look behind the scenes? How often do we say, "Man, our 49ers videos, we cannot, we cannot crack, we cannot crack the 49ers fan base with our videos." Mm-hmm. The reason is, well, for every one 49ers video we put out. We put out six related to the Sacramento Kings. And our videos get fed in the Sacramento Kings algorithm, whereas the one that we put out, no matter how good it might be on the San Francisco 49ers, just lingers out there. JJ is a part of a company that just feeds hot take nonsense. Mm -hmm. So when they find his hot take nonsense, oh, we're going to push that out there. This is a tremendous video of him breaking down Zion Williamson dribbling. Cool. Ain't gonna do nothing for us. That we need this. That but my point is JJ can say that. Stephen A can't say that because you don't give substance. JJ still has substance out there, so he can ask the question. The cold part is I think Stephen A does have substance. They but just don't, don't put it out there. He don't put out the substance. He don't come on first take with no substance. I wouldn't know. He don't I, it, I, like, I wouldn't know. You can't go. And I like I like Stephen A. I don't have no problem with him, but you can't go to him giving a breakdown of anything, you know, like Zion's facts. dribbling or no, whatever. no, no facts. Yeah, yeah. So him saying, "Well, why does my stuff always go viral when I say this?" Like you don't have the that's leg to stand on there. Yeah. Exactly. That's all you do. JJ's like I do both. Sometimes I'll be podding, but sometimes I give you that real. But then, so I, I can then I don't can pod. The but the, but that's the point. But you can't, you can't you pod. You damn near can't have a job. I'm, and that I'm just, and I'm just that's the that you and that's can't and, have a job. and that's my point. You can't push back on it when you do that. But you can push back on it because I'm giving you. He has something to point to. Stephen A. can't say 
why don't in my video but talk that, about but this my, but I, my, I'm giving you both. But my point is you can't push back against the way the system works when you clearly know how the system works. If you say you damn near can't have a job, that means he recognizes I got to do this part too in hopes of people seeing this part. And people aren't seeing the other part yet. And what I'm saying is he has the leg to stand on to ask the question because he does both. He does both. So, okay. So because you he can does ask both, the question, but to that's me, all he did. But it's but to me, to me, it sounds like you're playing dumb. Like don't act like you don't know what this is. You've been doing you've been doing this with Sacramento for two years now. Don't act like you don't know what this is. I think JJ has great substance. I don't think JJ needs to be added to the NBA Finals because mm. I don't think you need a three man booth. Mm. But I think JJ's I think JJ's good. Mm. But don't push back against the system that you're a part of. That's my problem. Yeah, you know what it is. I, you you partake in it. I, I, don't I, act offended when it worked. Yeah. It got your video tens of millions of views or whatever he said. Yeah, I just think he's got to he, – he, like so those, those questions can, can and probably should be asked, right? Somebody should ask them. Somebody should say, why but what is this you, the case? But what are you asking? What's the question specifically? Tell uh, anybody, uh, why didn't you look at my video when I broke things down? They probably didn't see it. It's there. Go watch it. It's, are, you that, are you that lazy where you don't want to go get educated? Is that a real question? I'm just So call them out on it. I don't have no well, problem. Well, see, I'm fine with that. Yeah, call them out. You're too lazy to go watch the 12-minute video where I break things down. That's what I would say if I was J.J., you're too lazy to go do that. Also, you want the minute clip that that's a hot take. I've got a 15 minute video that you're too lazy to watch. Is it hot though? <laughs> well, it's <laughs> a whole other thing. <laughs> Once again, you're yeah, not other, wrong. But the other, but the but but the other thing that JJ also has to recognize too is like, who are you talking to? When you're creating a video, and and I'm I keep saying Zion dribbling. I don't remember what the video it was yeah, that he referenced. What, I think that's what he said. I, I think yeah. that I think that's what he said. That I didn't see. He didn't like <laughs> say. Oh, I I did this great film breakdown of like why Oklahoma City's offense is so efficient. Mm. Okay, uh, I I'd be interested in that. Mm. I don't. I I I love hoop. I don't know that I'm going to watch a video of Zion dribbling. Right. Right, but it's it's there. He said, "I did this. I did this." And to be clear, so I can do that. I didn't that, seek a, out a video of him talking about Doc Rivers. It showed up on my timeline. Right. So, so what, what I what I'm getting at a little bit is like it's like uh, it's almost like um, Jay Z saying, "I can make big pimping because I made hard knock life. Like I can speak on whatever I want to." Because I gave you the club record and I gave you the deep think uh, record. The person, the um, sexy red, she, she can't say nothing because all she makes is that song. You can't talk about it. I do both. I'm I'm giving you the things that you say you never get, so I can speak on why you why you make big pimp and go platinum and um, uh, kill the parents didn't go platinum or meet the parents didn't go platinum. Like that's I think that's what JJ's saying. Is I give you both, yeah, so I can you, speak on it. Yeah, in in the in in the quote, yeah, you could you could speak on it, but nobody's listening, because where'd Jay say that? I think he said on first take. I think so. No, I, no, I'm, I'm sorry, sure. I'm sorry, that my fault. 
Where did Jay Z say oh, that? Um, on a rap song. On four four four. Yeah. The album people swear isn't good. Because he says stuff like that. It's a, it's a great album too. It's a it's a phenomenal album. Yeah. Go ask go ask Complex what he thinks of four four four. Most people don't care nothing about four 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 because there's no big pimping on it. There's no Doc Rivers sucks on that album, mm-hmm. and that's the that's that's the thing. You could point it out. Ain't nobody that's gonna pay attention to you. That, you point it out. Ain't nobody paying attention to you. That's 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 all I'm saying. So, but it's the it's so the it's, it, and points just, that out. If he points that out on the album, nobody will hear him. If he says it on the Grammys, maybe people feel a little he's stupid. He's gonna have to say it a little more fluid than he did the last time he gave a speech <laughs> at the Grammys. He's gonna have to be a little sharper. Yeah. Stop um, embarrassing his daughter on stage <laughs> and his wife in the audience. <laughs> but. uh yeah. Anyways, for, that was that was way too much time on JJ Reddick. To say SGA's an MVP. To say SGA's an MVP. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.